I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now, to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet, and we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Tell us a little bit about Hate Brand. When did that start, and uh, how are things going with it? Things are good, man. Uh, that started in October of 2014, so now, give or take seven years into doing whatever this thing is. And um, that's apparel company I started then and wanted to start making some clothes that I wanted to wear is really where it started. It start, and, uh, did it start more with you writing something first? Like, yeah, you, yeah. like uh, was it like an ebook or something that you put out or? Yeah, it's uh it's a book and then we made an ebook. So I wrote a book in 2010 of uh how to train for the Highland Games called Training Lab and one of the sections I wrote about in the book is called The Hate. And this was just this kind of personal philosophy I had that my brother and I had spoke about um just with athletes that we admired and it was these guys that just you know still on top, still still willing to do the work to get better that it seemed their concern was always about them getting better to their standard and not about what had to do with anyone else. So they didn't hate other people. This idea that you, you see those guys get up in the morning on like 4 a.m. And it's, yo, that dude hates himself more than me. That guy's <laughs> willing to put in the work. He's willing to do it. And so from that point on, it was about like, I'm all right with getting beaten by someone better than me, but I'm not willing to be outworked. What's happening, guys? Happy Thursday, and welcome to the fabulous Big Bet, a DWZ fantasy football podcast show. I am your host. My name is Memphis. You can follow me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. And back, and better than ever, fresh off a concert. I know him as Dr. Kyle Bowser, but you may know him as... I'm a killer! I'm the dirtiest player in the game! I know one thing, win at all costs. Dr. Kyle, man, welcome back. How was the concert last Wednesday? Oh, it was phenomenal. It's uh, everything is, well, you know, we're not completely back, back, but it feels like we are back, back, enjoying concerts, enjoying parties, enjoying alcoholic beverages, way too many nights of the week. Uh, I don't have that problem. I have my, my one glass of wine. Before I go to bed, usually as I'm editing a podcast, as strange as as that seems. Uh, Now, tomorrow night, I'm going to be watching bad football as my Indianapolis Colts kick the hell out of the the New York football. Now, it's my city versus your city. Now, you're not a Jets fan. Mm, Not a Jets fan. And uh, Meadowlands is in New Jersey. But no, you're right. It's, it's, It's a New York team. 
And your squad? I know. Cowboys? I I share a podcast network with two guys. Two guys named Kyle. Two great guys. And and then we can't go without mentioning the great guys like Jesse, Jerry, Chad, uh, Lou Dog, Tyler. Little Mo with the gimpy leg. But but, but both both dudes named Kyle happen to be Dallas Cowboys fans. I don't know how I got so lucky, but uh, the Colts and the Cowboys don't play each other. The next time they play each other will be in Dallas. So maybe we go DWZ road trip. What do you think? I'm game. Well, that be that might be next year, actually. Because every four uh, years, every, right? It's every four years. Uh, two years ago, I went with Kyle and his former co-host, Seth. Got they it. drove down from Chicago, and we went to the Colts and Cowboys game then. Uh, I, I'm I'm sure we'll be able to work something out. But thank you for tuning oh, yeah. in. This is the DWZ Football Network. Uh, we do football Sunday school every Sunday. Now this Sunday I might be flying solo. Jesse's out of town on vacation. Good for him. Much deserved. Maybe I can get one of the rest of these um, fellas to join me for I an gotta, hour. I, I got to show up to something other than the uh, the Wednesday fabulous big bet at some point. You, you know, if, well, if there oh, was ever. If there was ever a Sunday, maybe you can talk to Mrs. Dr. Kyle, and maybe I can get you by telephone from like 11.30 to like 12.15, 12.45, and we'll be good. We'll be good. I got to see what our Sunday schedule is. We might be in the car, but but if I get if I get Mrs. Dr. Kyle driving, maybe I'll do a, a, a cameo on the move. Tales from the road. Well, listen. We're going to get into it, but uh, the YouTube, uh, as always, uh, we put all of our podcasts out a night early, and you can get this stuff uh, a little bit less ads. You get more ads on the, the podcast at the beginning and the end, and you get my favorite content. My favorite content is the waiver content. Now, doc, now not, not Dr. Kyle, but Kyle August of the Fantasy Football Smackdown, he does do a, a Friday start-sit show, which almost sounds like a start shit show but it's a start <laughs> slash sit show but it's he a start does two shit weeks. show this year that's for yeah, sure you, you're damn right with all this aaron Rodgers news and saquon barkley we'll get into that in the body of the show but man kyle's killing it he does waiver wire live in the moment on tuesday night on tuesday morning for a podcast excuse me monday evening he does it live on youtube to help you get your waiver wire set and if you're a waiver wire person and you're always prepared Check him out, and this one you can only get on YouTube. That's Waiver Wire Sniping. He used to write this article for the Dynasty Football Factory. He wrote it for the Ball Blast website. Now he does it in like vlog form only, and it's only on the DWZ Fantasy Football uh, Network on YouTube. So check all of that out. Dr. Kyle, are you ready to review Week 8? Because I'm not. I had, <laughs> I had my worst week of the year. You, you I, had a, okay. I had a pretty good one. Yeah, you know, I felt like you carried me um, a bit through the first however many weeks. Last week, you know, granted, we didn't, I, I wasn't there for the show, but my sides were the best they've been. Absolutely. Well, let, let, let's get into it. You uh, you did miss your big bet. You had Carolina, you had a teaser with Carolina. Uh, Car- I think Carolina did their part. They won outright. Yep. But Detroit, way Detroit off on shit Detroit. the bed. So you missed your big bet teaser. You did have Green Bay. You had Green Bay plus six and a half. They won outright. That was a win. 
You had the Bengals first half line. That oh man, that's that's the worst beat of the week. Because I don't know anybody that watched that game, but the Bengals were up seven and they had first end goal and it was like pass, pass, pass. And I think Tyler Boyd, like the the look Joe Burrow gave Tyler Boyd on the third down, and then they kicked the field goal from like the two or the three. So they're up ten. I'm like, all right, they just gotta not let the Jets score with a minute forty five left. And if you continued watching, you saw two passes that were both called touchdowns. The first one they did call back after they reviewed it. And then the second one was worse, and they didn't even review review it for whatever reason. But everybody thought it was even more egregious than the first, and that was on third down. So it would have been fourth. Can't say that they would. I mean, look, I got, I got backdoored on the first half. It was the right play because the Jets have – consistently played better or closer games in the second half than the first half of the season. That's what I was going off of. I guess it was just, uh, it was a bit of a flat spot for Cincy that week. Um, so yeah, I got first half backdoored if that's ever been said. Um, yeah, th- th- this is, this is what Dr. Kyle was saying to uh, Zach Taylor and the Bengals. You need to stop being such a cunt. All right, so stock knock it off, Zach Taylor. He also had Pittsburgh plus three and a half. They won. Here's the thing: it seems like everybody that you took the points with won outright. Yeah. Uh, you did have Denver at home uh, laying three. That was a win as well. So you did manage to lay points, dude. That Denver Wolf, Washington football team, bigger Wolf. I didn't like the board last week. So you went three and two. You did miss your big bet. I missed my big bet as well. That was the over in the Buffalo game. I, I went 0 and three on totals last week. Just absolutely made a mess of it. I had the I had the under in the indie game. Mm-hmm. And you kinda I knew I was in trouble. Indy drove yeah. straight down and scored the very first game the very first drive of the game. Then they get the turnover, score again, and I just knew. And and then when I really knew it was over, I was like, I just I still watch the game because I'm a Colts fan, but I was like, the uh, the one where Ty- Tyquan Lewis intercepted the ball, he was running. He basically that puts the game out of out of you know hand at that point. Mm-hmm. He blows out his ACL and he falls down, grabbing his knee, fumbles the ball. Tennessee <sighs> recovers, brand new set of downs. The very next like, play, touchdown. I was just like, that's like a Madden play where the guy gets yeah, injured and just like fumble. It, it was it was just like the uh, the the old school. The old school meme of the guy throwing his papers in the air. That was me. I was just throwing my my my, my papers in the air. Uh, I did have uh, Pittsburgh. My, my one win of the week was my teaser. I teased Pittsburgh up to plus nine and a half, along with Minnesota up to eight. Uh, I got that one in. Uh, I got my Tampa. I, 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 Tampa lost. I had the Jags teased up to nine plus nine. They didn't get it in. And then the the one that really bummed me out. Like I could have lived with a two and three week. I handy I handicapped the game perfectly. The under in the Chargers and the the, the Patriots game. Yeah. Uh, and a player that I love for fantasy football and dynasty. I've, I've been a big Josh Palmer proponent all season. And who catches a garbage time touchdown? But Josh Palmer hits hits the number of fifty one, barely going over the forty nine. So I went one and four uh, on on likes. I won't go through all of them to, in the essence of time. But yeah. you went two and three in likes. I went one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went two and two in likes. So on on the season total um, on bets, Doctor Kyle is fifteen twenty and one, uh, four and three on big. Um, excuse me, uh, four and four on big bets. 
I am 18, 14, and 1 on the season. I am 5 and 3 on big bets. So combined, we are 9 and 7, Dr. Kyle. We are teetering on big bets. We're, we're bare. But, but when you total everything up, if you go back and listen to every podcast, every like, every lean, every big bet, when you total all of that up, our record on the season is 72, 70, and 4. Not bad. And actually, I, I take that back. Um, on the season, we are 81, 82, and 4. So, so we're, we're right at 500. We're right at 500 for the season. We got to get hot. Ten, get, 10 weeks to go. It's coming. You know, uh, I want to thank Rock Lee for participating in the in the chat, and then one of our biggest supporters. He is he literally watches every single YouTube content we put out. His name is Mike Kenny. He's like, let's sit, let's get some good bets on my birthday today, fellas. Well, first of all, happy birthday, Mike. Thank you for always supporting the show. All right, want to uh, to jump into some bets, Doctor Kyle? I'm ready to get into week number nine. Giddy up. All right, so there's not too many games neither one of us have anything on. I am double-checking. Um, no? I, I think we got a little bit of everything. So Thursday night, Jets in Indianapolis, and the Colts are laying 10.5 at home. What the heck, Dr. Kyle? I mean, you you take the lead here. I, it's, I, it's I, like, a big I like your lean. I, I actually lean Indy. Uh, the last time Indy was a double-digit favorite, it was against Houston at home, and they beat the brakes off of them. And I love the Mike White story. Uh, I think Indy's going to be out for blood. Uh, not too bad of an injury report for Indy. Uh, total of 46-and-a-half. I like the Colts. I think the Colts' offense is going to come out. They're going to want to put up scores. They're going to want to get Carson Wentz back on track. Uh, because the Derrick Henry news, if there's any team that was a winner based off of that, it was the Colts. Yeah. So for me, it's just a slight lean to Indy. You had nothing on No, but I like – it feels like it's it's the right spot for Indy to get right, and I think the Jets could still be celebrating their upset victory over Cincinnati. And, you know, short week, home team I think gets the advantage there. You know, you're getting the better coach, better quarterback, better running back, better defense. Ten and a half. It's a big number, but it's uh, hard to take the Jets. Now, now you now the next game, Houston, going to Miami. Double-check the weather because sometimes you get rain in Miami because that's what it does. It rains daily pretty much in Miami. Double-check, no rain, no precipitation in the forecast for Miami. 78 degrees, partly cloudy, great weather forecast. I would, I would gladly take it. Miami laying six and a half at home, total of 46. Uh, we both have some bets on this, so I'm going to let you go first. <sighs> I don't know how many times they've burned me already, but I'm taking Houston in the points. They they got to cover at some point. Now it, it's uh, you know I liked Houston last week. I really thought Tyrod was going to be back last week, so I did better earlier in the week when the line was 14 and a half. I did the same thing this week. I think he's got to play this week. Um, you know he had a chance to last week, so extra week. Um, you know they looked good before he left. Whatever that was, week two or three. And it's just, you know, I, I think, you know, Miami probably wins outright. I think Houston could, um, you know, Miami's very vanilla to it is banged up. So I just, I'm, I'm going to take Houston in that. I mean, perhaps it gets to a touchdown. Um, so 
you know, I haven't bet it yet. I'm going to keep an eye on it. But if it starts treading that way, then I'm, I'll, I'll smash it at seven. But even at six and a half, I like Houston. If, if you think Tyrod's going to play, we keep an eye on it. Yeah, Tyrod was my lean. If Tyrod plays, uh, I would lean to Houston as well. Uh, But for me, I don't think Houston wants to play Tyrod. I think they realize if Tyrod plays, they're going to win more football games, and they don't want to win football games. They want a better draft pick, which Mm -hmm. is why you know they've chiseled off veterans for draft picks all season, including at the trade trade deadline. They moved a defensive lineman for a sixth. So for me, I like the over in this game. Some of the reasons why... You're talking about the 30th and the 31st, so second and third to last in the league in defense in points allowed per game. Houston giving up 30.5 points per game. Miami giving up 29.1 points per game. The only team worse is the Lions, the Detroit Lions. Oh, Sorry, Jer. So, so here's something really fascinating about these. You know turnovers in short fields create points. Both of these defenses on the season have created nine turnovers. So more than one a game they've created. And both of these offenses have given the ball away 13 times. So you're looking at potentially two to three turnovers. That's going to create some short fields. Uh, You would love to see them when you're betting the over. Take them, you know, for for touchdowns. But that's going to shorten fields. And for me, uh, I would love this even more. If Ty God, if Ty God, as you put it in the group in the, in the in the show notes, if Ty God is back, but I, I like the over. I, I think Miami takes out some frustration. Uh, one and seven team looking to try. Not maybe I'm sorry. No, they are one and seven. They didn't get the bye yeah. after the London game, and, and I don't think it's a get right spot for them. But for me, uh, I'm going to go over 46 just based on these two horrific, horrific defenses. Anything on my over? I dig it. It's you know two two low profile teams aside from the two stuff, but low profile teams are both no like that when you when you have two bad defenses with potential you know I don't know if Houston's got the ammunition to score a lot of points, but you you hammered some key points there where we're gonna get you know not public teams on a low over under number. So yeah, good good stuff. Yeah, I like the over there. So the next game, the Denver Broncos hosting. The Kyles. Is that the plural? Is it, is, it, is it a flock of Kyles? So both Kyles, the Dallas Cowboys, the, the Broncos on the road at Dallas. Dallas laying 10 at home. Total is 49 and a half. You had nothing. I lean to the under. These are two of the better defensive teams in the in the league. And I could just see the, the Cowboys getting up early, putting the ball in Zeke and Tony Pollard's hands, taking the air out of it, not exposing Dak to too much pressure and, and too much work on that calf. He went through every drill in practice on Wednesday. I don't like lay in 10. Dallas is starting to get taxed very heavily with the point spread. And even though I don't think I don't think Denver has a shot to really win this game, I don't know that Dallas gets that much margin or wants to. I could easily yeah. see Dallas being up like 13 or like 14 and at the end of the game, having Denver get some garbage, meaningless, meaning touchdown and just backdoor you. So I lean the under just based on the two quality defenses and, you know, D- Dallas wanting to protect Dak. So uh, you had nothing on that game. Minnesota going to Baltimore. Baltimore laying six, coming off the bye. Total 49.5. You like Baltimore and uh, the over. What, what you got? Uh, yeah, Baltimore coming off the bye. 
um, I think they are probably, you know, the, their last football exchange was getting pummeled by their division rival, the Cincinnati Bengals. They have all the motivation in the world to come out firing. Um, granted, you know, they were a favorite in that game and we see them bully teams. Yeah, Minnesota just, there's something off about Minnesota this year. Um, but that being said, I don't think Baltimore's defense has been as shut down as it's been in past years. So I see, it, you know, Kirk Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen, and Cook are all healthy enough. So they got the weapons there. Um, so I could see, you know, it's it's right now it's 49 and a half or 50. We're under a key number of 51. So I would say at least hit the over until it hits 51. Um, so that's, you know, kind of the 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 handicap of both the minus six and uh, the total. Yeah, I was doing a little uh, little research on Mr. Uh, John Harbaugh coming off of the bye. And I, I didn't get his exact record, but I know against the spread, he's pretty good coming off of the bye. So that what made me think. For me, my, my, my thoughts in this game is it's, it's one of my bets. I have a teaser. So the line's minus six. I'm going to tease Baltimore down to a pick em. And I'm going to pair them with the Cleveland Browns. So I'm going AFC North teaser. I'm teasing the Cleveland Browns up to plus eight and a half. They're currently uh, plus two and a half, but I'm going to tease it up six points to plus eight, eight and a half. I'm going to pair them again with Baltimore, tease them down to a pick them. And we'll get more. I guess you have a little bit of a lean in the Cleveland game. We can just go ahead and jump into that one just in the, in the essence of time. And I'll just be cognizant of it as we read through the show sheet for me. Again, I think Baltimore wins this game, uh, but I will tell you, Minnesota's feisty. I don't want to lay the full six. You know, this is a team that was a field goal away from beating the Arizona Cardinals, a missed field goal away. It seems like Minnesota always plays to the level of their competition, like they barely, they barely beat Detroit on a, on a last-second field goal. But they played Dallas, who's really good right now. Played them to a to a virtual coin flip. That Dallas Cooper won. Rush kind of, Dallas, though. Yeah, I, I understand, but they played the level of their competition. So if Baltimore sure. comes out firing, but I'll gladly take Baltimore Baltimore at home and a pick them. And then Cleveland. I know Cleveland's in kind of disarray right now, and I don't think that they necessarily have to win this game. I just don't see Cincinnati getting that much margin on a defense as good as Cleveland. So I will take Cleveland plus the eight and a half. I think it's a great teaser leg. It's a great teaser number at plus two and a half. I tease it up through the seven and through the eight and get to eight and a half. It's a good number. So teasing Baltimore and Cleveland, Baltimore down to a pick. Cleveland up to plus eight and a half. You lean to Cleveland as well. Yeah, um, I lean Cleveland. I, I obviously like it for a teaser. Um, you know, we'll get to the other ones later on, but yeah, I, I think maybe Cincinnati, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Cincinnati at this point, but I think Cleveland is in an addition by subtraction. Like I, I don't see them in disarray. I think maybe the public will, the number will move because, oh, there's, you know, locker room distractions. So I'm, if you, if you like Cleveland, I think wait on this because you might get it to three or three and a half. And that's a much more key number that you want to be on that side of, um, you know, like we've seen like Baker's numbers are better without Odell. I think he's a giant distraction for that entire locker room. And boom, Stefanski's like, done. Like, a, a guy a guy is not a teammate. If that quickly, he can just be booted from a locker room. Um, so I think something like that could bring this team closer together and uh, make them a little bit feistier. I think they're going to 
reestablish the run this week against, um, you know, I, I I don't have Bengals defensive numbers offhand, but I'm pretty sure that the Jets had their way with them last week. They're and, they're um, okay, but I, I think yeah. they they had been okay. They had been in the top third of the league in defense in most statistical categories, but I think maybe the Jets may have exposed something that a lot of teams could attack via the running backs and, and the passing game. So yeah. I, I could I could dig that. Uh, the next game we got Uncle Bill Road. Favorite Uncle Bill road favorite against his old friend Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. Carolina at home, getting three and a half total of forty-one. You like New England minus three in the hook. Now this number has moved. It was four when I first wrote the show sheet. It has dipped a half a point to three and a half. But you like New England. I like New England, and I you know I got it last week at one and a half. Um, you know I, I tweeted it. I, I said. Uh, you know, the, the look ahead was one and a half. I thought New England could win outright in Los Angeles, and they did. Um, and I thought potentially that the Falcons could outright beat Carolina, and that would move the number, you know, in in the, the New England direction times two. You know, that didn't happen. Carolina won outright. But Darnold getting injured and looking like he might not play, uh, probably what moved it. So I got it at one and a half, but I think it's, I don't know, Bill Belichick against either Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker. And... Matt Rule, uh, I'm I'm taking Uncle Bill here um, as this, you know, the Bill, like, you know, I've heard it in podcasts that he's the type of coach who gets better as the season goes on. And I think, you know, we'll talk about Mike Tomlin in a bit, but, you know, these, these coaches who have been around the block a bit, they win no matter who's on their team in some way. Um, and I think they do. I, th- I think the key there is, look, we're eight eight games into the season now, that's a lot of film for these coaches who wake up at, you know, 6 a.m. Monday or, you know, probably before they even go to bed Sunday night, these guys are looking at film from that week for the team they're playing next week. That like, that's, that's Mike Tomlin. That's Sean Payton. That's Bill Belichick. Those are the guys who you want, you know, Bill Belichick against Matt rule. Nah, give me Bill. Like, I don't care who's at quarterback, who's at running back. Um, so, you know, it's, like it's probably the right number, but I just want to be on the new England side of that one. It's not big if it, travel. If if it stays three and a half, and Carolina gets both Sam Darnold and Christian McCaffrey, they opened up his twenty-one day window to come off of the IR. If they get both Darnold and CMC back, then I'll take the hook. I mean, mm-hmm. Carolina's got a really good defense, and it's not like Mac Jones is a world beater. They can yeah. certainly keep this game within a field goal. So, I mean, I've seen this I've seen this New England team lose to, you know, they, they had a good win against the Chargers, but before that they had beaten the Jets twice in Houston and didn't get a ton of margin really against Houston. So for me, road, you know, non-conference road dog, or excuse me, home dog, that, that's where I'd lean if I get the hook, but i got to have Darnold and CMC. Uh, yeah. Next game, Buffalo going to sunny Florida. Not to play Miami this time, but to play Jacksonville. They're laying 14 and a half, 49 point total. Um, you know, if it was like 14 or 13 and a half, I could see myself leaning to, to Buffalo. But man, this Buffalo team does not mind getting margin. They don't mind slapping people around. Uh, no. It didn't look like they were going to do it last week against Tua and the Dolphins. And at the last minute they got there, I, you didn't have anything on that game. We've, no. are, we've already talked Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cleveland, for a straight-up numbers, just so you have them, for you, the listener. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cleveland getting two and a half on the road. Total of 47. 
Um, that's part of my teaser leg with Baltimore. Next game is Atlanta going to New Orleans. New Orleans lane six without Jameis. Tyson Hill did practice on a limited basis on Wednesday. And uh, I've got a bet on this game. Did you have a lean? I see nothing in your lean column. No, you know, it's a low total, and that's a big number. But it's hard for me to take Atlanta and the points in New Orleans, so not touching it. And, and interesting teaser leg. You know, it's yeah. six flat. I could see maybe where someone may want to tease because, you know, you just tease New Orleans down to a pick em as part of a teaser. So that's not – I'm going under the 42, which is one of the yeah. lowest totals on the board. The actual lowest total on the board is New England and Carolina. But here's why I like the uh, the under. Atlanta played uh, – obviously they play the Saints twice a year every year. They're in the same division. In two games last year, Atlanta scored 9 and 16 in two games last year. And I think the New Orleans defense is better this year. They're not going to have much of an offense in New Orleans in their own right without Jameis, even if it is Taysom or Trevor Simeon. It's going to be a heavy dose of Alvin Kamara and Melvin Ingram and play defense. So they're going to slow the game down a ton. You know, and Atlanta's 15th versus the run, but that's a little misleading because they've only played seven games because they've already had their bye. They're giving up 125 rushing yards a game. I think that's how Sean Payton's going to attack this defense. And, you know, I'm getting the second-best defense in points per game in New Orleans. They're only giving up 18.3. I see this game being somewhere like around 17-14, 21-14. It's going to be a real low-scoring, boring, ugly game. And I I think they're going to steal the blueprint that the, the Carolina Panthers used against Atlanta last week without Calvin Ridley. They're going to double and bracket Kyle Pitts all day and make Corderell Patterson and Russell Gage and Ola Darius Zacchaeus or whatever the hell his name is beat him. <laughs> Ola and, 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 and so for me, it's it's a pretty easy under the 42. So um, that, that is one of my bets. Next game, you have a bet on Vegas going to the New York football giants. Uh, the, the, the Raiders laying three on the road, 46 mm-hmm, and a mm-hmm. half. Yeah. Um, and it's, you'll, you definitely could have gotten it at two and a half today. So I wonder if it'll hover between three and two and a half. Um, I think, I think there's probably an overreaction to the giants covering against the chiefs who don't cover. So I don't think that there's anything new or special about the giants that should have adjusted this number from the week before. I don't know what the look ahead was. Um, we have the Raiders coming off a bye. Obviously, there might be some distractions there with the Henry Rugg stuff this week, but we've already seen that there wasn't a distraction with John Gruden getting fired or resigning, as they say. Um, so I'm getting the team off the bye, better quarterback on the right side of the hook. And the Giants played on Monday. And that's like, you know, so this is where I think I was wrong potentially with the Lions handicap. Uh, against the the Eagles last week is that Lions against the Rams game two weeks ago. It was like, you know, they talk about it like being their Super Bowl. Like they put everything into winning that game. And then it was just like this, this, you know, coming down the roller coaster letdown. I think perhaps that Giants uh, Chiefs game on Monday night could be that for them. You know, we're going to like Sterling Shepard's still not there. We're not getting, you know, they're not getting Barkley back. Kadarius Tony's got like somebody stepped on his hand. Galladay has been questionable for the last three years. You know, like they've had cluster injuries, you know, for Daniel Jones' entire career. Um, And the Giants have a bye next week. 
So I could see them just, you know, they're exhausted, they're injured. They, they just want to get to the bye and the Raiders are fresh. I think they're hungry. Um, I think they had a lot of momentum going into the bye and they're going to come out of it, you know, hungrier. And I think we're going to see hopefully a, for the sake of a couple of my fantasy teams, a heavy dose of Darren Waller. I think you're going to see a heavy dose of Waller and Josh Jacobs. He did practice in full. He had a chest injury going into the bye. Uh, he did practice on Wednesday. Yeah, I, Henry Ruggs is technically their leading receiver, but we know that's Darren Waller. And Brian yeah. Edwards is more than capable of stepping up. And they have, you know, Zay Jones and Hun- Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro, yeah. They've got plenty of weapons. And I, I think this is a team that rallies around adversity. So uh, I don't hate it. Uh, we have a double like. On this next game, we have the LA Chargers. No, I do like the fact that this game's at 4:05. We have Correct. the LA. We have the LA Chargers flying across country, play the Philadelphia Eagles, who are coming off of a monster game, and Philadelphia is only lane two. So if, if you know if if home field's worth two and a half, and they're laying two, it's like I don't know. It's uh, do you, I, if this was on a neutral field, do you see that? The Chargers are only are only yeah they're only like a four and a half point favorite. I don't think so. The totals fifty. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, like, the char- two char- two weeks ago, people were expecting the Chargers to be Baltimore in Baltimore at one o'clock. Th- th- this is virtually a must win game. Yeah. If if you're the Chargers, you lost to the Patriots last week. You're four and three. You're trying to keep pace with the Raiders. You you just saw the you just saw the the Chiefs win squeak one out on Monday night. The Chiefs got some good news of their own. We'll cover that here in, in just a few minutes. But my, my handicap on the game with this is that it's this is the fishbowl narrative. The last thing we saw was Uncle Bill destroy mm-hmm. the you know. But you're not you don't have Uncle Bill on the other side uh, oh. uh, of the sideline, and you got Nick Sirianni. Does <laughs> it does it scare me in the least bit? And I think the the Chargers have a. I don't want to call him a Jalen Hurts eraser, but they have a guy that they can really use as an awesome spy on Jalen Hurts, and that's Derwin James. Yep. You know, he, he's he's an incredible safety. He is the perfect spy for him. Uh, I, I just see this being a, a very tough game, and I, I see this being a get-right spot. I think had the, the Chargers won outright, I think this game's probably closer to three, three and a half. Uh, I'm on. I think we're on the best side of the number. And, and here's some interest. So let me just ask you this: Forget the point spread for a second. Who do you think wins the game outright? Just who wins this Chargers. game? Okay. Chargers. Well, well, th- this is some of the some of the work that I did uh, in, in their losses this year. When Philadelphia lo- loses, they've lost five times. They mm-hmm. lose by an average of eleven points per game. Their average loss is a loss of 11 points a game. And when they win, they win by 15.3. They've won three games. Obviously a huge spread when they beat the Detroit Lions this week. But if if you think the Chargers would win the game outright, then more than likely, you know, you're going to cover this number pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, that was my handicap. Anything to add to mine? No, I I like all that. That was perfect get right spot. Again, like recency bias for everybody on both sides you know the Chargers Chargers coming off two losses against you know John Harbaugh and Bill Belichick who've been coaching their respective teams for a goddamn decade and it's Brandon Staley's first season against Nick Sirianni who's like you said like I think both both young coaches but we got the better one um get right spot four o'clock so we don't have to worry about the 
the uh, you know the the West Coast to East Coast early start. Yeah. Well, uh, that, we're gonna, that's we're my gonna, that's my big bet. Is that right? That's my big bet. Check out the big bet on Doctor Kyle. I'm going to skip the Green Bay and Kansas City uh, Chiefs game for for one more pick. We're going to talk Cardinals at Niners. Uh, Cardinals road favorite going into San Fran. Actually, Santa Clara. If you want to be technical, they're laying a point and a half. 45. You you lean to the 49ers money line. I think that's a good bet if you get it now because there's a good chance that Kyler may not even play this game. Right. And, and that that's why I have it as a lean. Um, it's in San Francisco. I think AJ Green is potentially on the COVID list. And uh, that is that is uh, a factually correct. Hopkins is probably still nursing a hamstring. And without Kyler, that offense is, you know, they, they don't have like. Putrid I, I is do, the word. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, if you have a very specific style quarterback, um, why would you not try and have a backup that's similar in style? I don't know. Maybe they see Colt McCoy as that. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, But I feel like they're going to have to come up with an entirely different game plan. Maybe it becomes a very run-heavy game. But, you know, maybe maybe the under is a good way to play this, too, because the 49ers are probably going to try and run the ball a lot as well. Um, But you always run the risk with a, a quarterback who hasn't, played many games this year turning it over a little bit so but i lean 49ers money line the only way i would do anything with this game is if i were to literally scour every beat reporter and anyone who has anything to do with the cardinals and get like a real feel for what mm-hmm. they think murray will do i think they're going to get the the opportunity to kind of sit back and and see how some of these other games go mm. you know with, with their division seattle's on by seattle's about three and five Right now, so they're, yeah. so they're not overly concerned about Seattle today, you know. Rams the, the, play the, eight, the, the Rams play at night, and so so you know it's it's not like it's it's a must win spot. They've only got one loss. Obviously, you don't want to go down to two losses, but there if there's ever a spot, can you can you look real quick while I start setting up yeah. the next game? Can you look real quick and see when uh, Arizona's buy is real quick? Uh, that'll be easy. I have the buys. Uh, nice week week twelve. Okay, so so no, um, I was gonna say if their bye was next week or in the next coming, I could see where they would want to sit Kyler and give him an extended break. But yeah. uh, I, I feel I feel you know I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and lean. I'm gonna lean to the Niners, and here's why. I think the JJ uh-huh. Watt loss was as big if no, it's not bigger, but I think, I think it's a huge loss. They brought him I, in to be a veteran presence on that defense, and that defense big locker room guy for them. Absolutely, it seems. And, and, and you know he may be there waving pom poms, but there's a huge difference between being, you know, on the field with those guys and just being the pom pom waver on the sidelines. So um, I will I will lean to the to the Niners with you, not the money line. I want the point and a half at home. Uh, let's let's talk about the Green Bay Kansas City game. Funk funky day. I wrote the <laughs> show. I wrote the show sheet early in the day. It was a pick 'em. Pick them with a total of 54.5 Green Bay going to Kansas City. The COVID news with Aaron Rodgers comes out. And the line shifts to the Green Bay Packers getting 7.5. And But here's the weird one. The the total only dipped to 53.5. So. Um, no, it's, it's 48 now. Oh, it, okay. Because so, when it first. So, so that that's shame on me. I gave up 5.5 points of value. Because I love the under 53 and a half. Oh, love wow, it. yeah. I, I would yeah. love that because, you know, first of all, I I don't know that I don't like the the Green Bay Packers getting the seven and a half. You have, you have no, first of all, Kansas City's defense has been putrid all year. 
Packers defense looked great against Arizona, and that's it, it, long rest. It, it looked fine. And, and, and how do you prepare yourself for what you've never really seen? Yeah. You know, you're going to get a lot more running potentially with Jordan Love. You know, you're, you're, you're going to get hammered a lot more with A.J. Dillon and, and Aaron Jones. I'm pretty sure Devontae Booker had a day on Monday. It's, it, it just really feels like this is a slow him down. You know, kind of what we saw out of Trey Lance, it's a similar offense. You know, LaFleur right. worked with Shanahan. So, for me, I don't have anything on that game, but it's going to be the one that we all watch. It's basically the game of the week. Uh, you will not be able to escape it on CBS with Jim Nance and Tony. Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Let's go to the primetime game, Dr. Kyle. Um, we, yeah. have the, we have the, the Tennessee Titans getting seven and a half on the road at the Rams. What a brutal four-game stretch for <laughs> Tennessee. You, totally. Three and oh coming into this one, though. You, you play Kansas City at home. I think you get a little lucky with Buffalo. Josh Allen slips on a banana peel, but you know a win's a win. You go into Indy, you get a little lucky. You know a little little, little fluky win, okay? But but win's a win. So you're three and zero, and then congratulations. Let's let's round this off with a uh, with a with a trip to L.A. to battle the Rams. The Rams laying seven and a half without Derrick Henry. You had uh, you Tennessee potential flat spots. What the notes say here. Yeah, I, I I would lean Tennessee in the points here. Um, I uh, I think Mike Vrabel. If Mike Vrabel has he won Coach of the Year yet? Like, if he doesn't ever win Coach of the Year, it's a travesty. What that guy continues to do and how he continues to win and like like you just said, like oh, but you know this, but they you know still managed to win the game. Like, I think that's a sign of a good coach. Um, and you know, I think the flat spot is that. You know, the Rams play a very important game next week against Arizona again. Oh, no, they head to San Francisco. Sorry. Um, yeah, not as big a game. Um, I wish I knew what the look ahead for this game was last week. It was probably what? Like, like how many points is Derrick Henry probably, worth? It was probably th- one. They, they, you know, the, the best. Like, not, Christian the best McCaffrey non-quarter. is worth The best non-QB is worth one and a half. And a half. Maybe. So right. maybe it was six. Like, I think that would have been wrong. Like, if Derrick Henry was 100% this week and Tennessee was going to Los Angeles getting six points, who are you taking? I'm still taking the Rams. I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I think I mean, I'm taking I, Tennessee. I sound, like a, I, I sound like a square laying the six, yeah. but I mean, Tennessee's 2 0 as road dogs and the Rams are 1 and 2 as, as home favorites. Take and that, that for what it's worth. That's why I'm going with my, my super square ball teaser of the week. And there are a few important properties that defines a square. And I'm going to define myself as a square. I'm going to tease the Sunday night and Monday night game. I am going to tease the Rams. It's not a full, long teaser. I understand. I I understand how it works. But I'm going to tease the Rams down to minus one and a half. And I'm going to pair them with Pittsburgh, uh, who are hosting the Chicago Bears. I'm teasing the Steelers. From minus six and a half down to minus half a point. Basically, I just need the Steelers to win the game. Uh, for for me, this is just as simple as I don't think Ryan Tannehill's a very good quarterback without the fear of play action. And Jeremy McNichols and the corpse of Adrian Peterson aren't going to put the fear in the defense. You're going to have Jalen Ramsey more than likely locked up on AJ Brown. 
Uh, Julio was back in practice, but I just I really think Tennessee is going to have a hard time keeping up because even that game they come back on against the the, the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle, they were able to lead, lean on the running game. No non-quarterback is the is the identity of a team more than Derrick Henry. And if there was ever an emotional letdown spot between losing a guy, winning three big games in a row, traveling all the way, they were on the road last week. Indy to Indy to uh, to Nashville's not that far. It's like five five and a half hours by vehicle, so it's probably like a forty five minute to an hour flight. But now you got to go all the way back home and then fly across country. And, and you know, for me, I'm just going to tease it down, and I'll go ahead and roll into my. For me, this is as simple as I, I see what happens when you get pressure on Justin Fields. Yeah. L- look no further than what the the Brownies did to him in his very first start. Now, I think he'll pass more for more than one net yard hmm. ag- against the Steelers, but the Steelers' defense is vicious. And actually, this is the lowest total. I thought it was Carolina and New England. It's actually this one. It's 40 points for me. At home, I just don't see Justin Fields and the Bears without Khalil Mack. I don't see them going on the road to Pittsburgh and stealing a W from Mike Tomlin Yeah, at home. This is a great spot for Pittsburgh, especially if for some reason if Cleveland were to beat the, the, uh, the Bengals earlier in the week. And if for some reason... Minnesota, this this could be, you know, for first place in the division for Pittsburgh. A lot of motivation here. And yep. uh, this is going to be part of the the Jordan, I'm assuming the Justin Fields experience. You're yep. gonna have you're gonna have this week, then they go on the bye, then they come back and play the Ravens. And when when teams can put pressure on him, it's gonna be a rough day. So for me, pretty easy teasing the Rams down to minus one and a half, teasing the Steelers down to minus a half a point, and uh, that is my big bet. Yeah, I like it. I like I like Pitt laying the six again. You know, that's a big number for a low total, but, you know, Chicago Chicago is one in five against the spread as an underdog. Um, you know, they couldn't even cover against San Francisco at home last week. Like, yeah, Tom, Tomlin, Tomlin is going to make it a very, very difficult day for Justin Fields, and uh, uh, Matt Nagy is probably the worst – uh, in-game adjusting coach in the league. Nah, that's exaggerating. He's probably one of the worst, though. Like, if Chicago's losing at halftime, are we ever going to see them win? I, I, I just, I, I just don't see how Chicago keeps up. Mm-hmm. Limited with weapons, limited offensive line, great pass rush, great defense in Pittsburgh, and I, I, I think yeah. Chicago's defense, obviously, without Khalil Max, nowhere near what it is with him. But right. I think there's enough defense on both sides. You know, that total of 40, that almost as, as gross as it is to say, sounds like it's a tad high. But there you yeah. go, Dr. Kyle. Let's, let's, let's wrap up our, uh, our bets. Um, you have Houston plus six and a half. You love it even more if Tyrod Taylor is back. You have Baltimore and the over. You considered a same, uh, a same game teaser. You have mm-hmm. the Raiders plus three. The Chargers minus the Deuce, and Pittsburgh minus the Six, looking uh, well-coached under Mr. Mike Tomlin. So those are Dr. Kyle's five. I'm going over 46 in the Miami-Houston game. I am teasing Baltimore down to a pick'em, and I am teasing them with Cleveland. I'm going to tease Cleveland up to plus 8.5 against Cincinnati. 
I'm going under, under 42 points in the Atlanta-New Orleans game. Uh, we have a double like, a double bet on the Chargers and Philadelphia. I, too, am laying the deuce with the Chargers. And then my big bet, my big bet is the super square ball teaser of the week. I'm, te- I'm teasing the Rams down to minus one and a half points. And I'm going to tease the Pittsburgh Steelers down to minus half a point uh, against the Bears. So there you go, Dr. Kyle. Quick recap of what we got going on in week number nine. We're going to be 54% this week. Uh, the, the further we get the further we get into this, the, the harder it is. But you know what? Uh, I just want to stay respectable on our actual bets. The leans are what they are. But you know what? If we can close this season out at 53%, I would be giddy. Especially when we, when we wind up with about, you know, three 300 total bets on the year. If we mm-hmm. look back and we're 53%, you know, th- that's professional gamble gambler level, you know. And, and that would be pretty too, pretty good for two guys who work square jobs. I mean, you literally yeah. are a doctor of physical therapy. That is your main source of revenue. <laughs> I'm 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 a production manager, you know, in, in a manufacturing environment. That's what I do. But we do this. We take it very seriously. We do our research. We do our work. And I think if for a couple of guys, we hit fifty three percent by the time the year's over. It would be a job well done. Amen. Maybe we quit our day jobs. Maybe next year we quit our day jobs. You know, because if I move to Drew, Vegas, well, uh, I don't. Have, I like you can move to Indiana. I can do all this shit right here from the comfort of my of my home. It would just be so much more fun in Vegas, though, wouldn't it? You know, it'd, it'd be more fun. I, I, have you been to Vegas a lot? For 48 hours, it would be more fun. You know, like, I would love to get, you know, the NFL draft is in Vegas this spring. I would love to get the DWZ crew out there for, like, oh my thir- Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I would love to have, like, a three-day. But I think by, even by the time Saturday got here, I might be ready to go home. No, nah, I'd be, like, holed up in the corner of my hotel room, like, rocking back and forth. Yeah, between the between the gambling and babysitting Jerry, I, I think we both be we both be wore out. But listen, thank you for coming and hanging out with us. I do want to make sure we talk about our sponsor on the way out the door. Uh, if you don't live in the state of Indiana, maybe you live in the state of New York or Texas or one of these states that are not as uh, sophisticated around gambling and things of that nature. You know, you would be a prime candidate to check out our friends, BetUS.com. That is Bet, B-E-T-U-S, BetUS.com. When you sign up, you use promo code Memphis, and they will do a deposit match. I believe it's up to $500, and they'll match it dollar for dollar up to 100%. But here's the cool thing. If you deposit using promo code Memphis, they'll give you an additional 25% site credit at their online casino, and uh, Dr. Kyle, you strike me as the kind of guy who's uh, heavy into crypto. Maybe some M- NFTs? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I don't know much about it. I've recently just invested, just sprinkled some cash into the uh, the BITO Shiba? ETF. Or yeah, it, it, so there's officially like with Robinhood, you can uh, invest in crypto by there's a, a crypto ETF with the uh, the what call it. Uh, the ticker BITO. So that's my only exposure to crypto. I'm not crypto. Man, I don't I, we, get it. It doesn't make sense. I, I, it, I'm, it's just, it's, it's not fun. I, I, I've got some buddies. I that, I've got some buddies at the gym who are into finance, and they're like, 
Uh, they, you know, it was uh, last year in January. I remember we were sitting at the Buffalo Wild Wings. We were watching the uh, Rams and the Seahawks, and he got me into Doge, and I turned like 150 bucks, 200 bucks into about five grand. So he's never steered me wrong. I bought something recently on the Voyager app called Sheba, which kind of had a big week last week. And, nice. uh, but, but those aren't the kind of cryptos that you use on betus.com. Now, if you have Eurythium, you have Bitcoin, you have some of your more established cryptos, then you can use that to deposit. And when you do on betus.com, they match your initial deposit up to 200%. And what I love, the customer service. You know, I had trouble using my debit card because it wasn't a credit card. Phone call. I got a phone call from a real person who helped me get my account set up. It was super awesome. It's easy. I love easy. I love good. You know, I spent 17 years in the customer service industry. I love customer. I love good customer service. And that's what you get with BetUS.com. So check them out. Go to Bet, B-E-T-U-S, BetUS.com. Use promo code MEMPHIS to get your sign-up bonus. It helps the show. And uh, you can maybe help Dr. Kyle get some hate brand shorts. You just got them. <laughs> See what I did there? I, I need a new dresser for my new hate brand shorts. You, you know, they, they, they still have a, a few pieces of the Halloween collection lingering. They have a new, it's like a camo, like almost like a tie-dye camo sweatshirt dropping. On yeah. Thursday, I got the Freddy Krueger shorts. I know you're still considering it. You're probably going to do it as soon as we, uh, as soon as we hang up this call. And what promo code are you going to use? Memphis. Just like at BetUS. So you can go to thehviii.com. Use promo code Memphis. You can go to betus.com. Use promo code Memphis. You can help the show. You can save money. You can get deposit matches. And you can help the, uh, the gang here at the DWZ. So check them out. Bet with us, betus.com, and hate brand goods. Dr. Kyle, thank you for your patience and my technical difficulties. We'll be back here next week. We are in NFL week double digits starting next week. Crazy. It is crazy. We'll be talking NFL draft props before you know it. But follow <laughs> that man at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. And until next time, here at the Fabulous Big Bet, we like to tell you that money won is twice as sweet as money earned. We'll see you back next week. Thousand dollars for cool G as we call it back home. Are you at liberty to play for that Stanley? Would you prefer to play for smiles? <laughs>